Welcome to News Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. This week we will start with an update on the latest news on the coronavirus. We will also be talking about the 75th anniversary of VE Day, the problem of deforestation of the Amazon rainforest and turning rubbish found on beaches into art. This week it was reported that there are now more than 4 million confirmed cases of coronavirus according to data collected by John Hopkins University. The number of people who have died globally has also risen to above 277,000, although experts think that the true number of infections is likely to be far higher as there are low testing rates in some countries. The US remains the worst hit country and makes up over 25% of confirmed cases. This week, former US President Barack Obama strongly criticised Donald Trump over his response to the pandemic and called it an absolute chaotic disaster, while the White House respondent said that President Trump's unprecedented action have saved American lives. Globally, the news is a bit more positive as the number of people dying daily is dropping in some countries like Spain. France has also recorded its lowest daily number of coronavirus deaths for more than a month. People remain worried, though, that there might be a second wave as various countries ease lockdown restrictions. Earlier this week, the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson also announced a plan for the UK's exit from the lockdown, including some limited amendments to lockdown restrictions, including people being able to exercise outside as often as they want. Mr Johnson also announced the launch of a COVID-19 alert system to track the virus. The system will rank the threat level from the virus on a scale of 1 to 5 to be adjusted according to the information available. The system will be administered by a new joint biosecurity centre and will reflect the threat level from the virus in different parts of the country, which means that the threat level in one city might be very different to the threat level in another city. So, it does sound like there is a little bit of good news in that things may be just starting to return to normal, although I think it's going to take a long time. Thank you for that update, Rose. The effect of loosening lockdown restrictions is something that everyone has been concerned about. Most importantly, no one wants to see a spike of coronavirus cases. We've also been discussing recently how one of the consequences of lockdown has been a reduction in pollution and benefits to the environment as a result of reduced air travel. Well, This week, it was found that air pollution has returned with a vengeance as factories in China opened and rushed to increase production after a period of lockdown. In fact, according to data released by Greenpeace China, toxic 
pollutants, including nitrogen dioxide and tiny particles known as PM2.5, were all higher last month than in April last year. Nitrogen dioxide and PM2.5 had both fallen across China between the 20th of January and the 4th of April as cities were locked down and travel was restricted. Moving on, here is some news that I really enjoyed reading. Have you heard of Banksy? Well, he is a famous but anonymous British graffiti artist who keeps his identity a secret. He produces pieces of work that he uses to deliver political messages. Well, this week, a new Banksy artwork went on display in a corridor in Southampton General Hospital in the UK. The artwork is called Game Changer and shows a boy playing with a toy nurse who is wearing a superhero cape and flying like a superhero. The nurse looks like Superman on a mission. The little boy has set aside his Spider-Man and Batman model figures and chosen his new favourite superhero, a nurse working in the National Health Service. Banksy left a note saying thanks for all you're doing. I hope this brightens the place a bit, even if it's only black and white. The artwork will remain at the hospital until autumn when it will be auctioned to raise money for the National Health Service. I saw a picture of the artwork, Zara. It's amazing. I wonder how much money it will raise. I hope it raises a lot to help the NHS. Earlier this week, it was the 75th anniversary of VE Day. VE Day, which stands for Victory in Europe, marks the day towards the end of the Second World War when fighting against Nazi Germany in Europe came to an end. At 3pm on the 8th of May 1945, the British Prime Minister at the time, Winston Churchill, had made an announcement on the radio that the war in Europe had come to an end as Germany had surrendered the day before. Now, in fact, this wasn't the final end of the Second World War, as even after the 8th of May, fighting continued with soldiers still fighting against the Japanese, who had not yet surrendered. The war in Japan didn't finish until August, after two atomic bombs were dropped on Japanese cities. However, the end of the war in Europe on the 8th of May was a very important and really emotional day. People were really happy that the fighting in Europe had ended, and in the UK, huge crowds gathered outside Buckingham Palace in London and the royal family, including the current queen, who was then Princess Elizabeth, came out onto the balcony to greet the crowns. This year, the celebrations to mark the 75th anniversary of VE Day have been limited because of the lockdown due to the coronavirus pandemic. However, in London there was a flypast by the Royal Air Force display team, the Red Arrows, and the RAF Typhoon jets flew over Edinburgh, Belfast and Cardiff at 3pm, which is the same time that the Winston Churchill addressed the country on the 8th of May 1945, BBC One broadcast its words. We may allow ourselves a brief period of rejoicing, but let us not forget for a moment the toils and the efforts that lie ahead. The British Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, said that we can't hold the parades and street celebrations we enjoyed in the past, but all of us who were born since 1945 are acutely conscious that we owe everything we most value to the generation who won the Second World War. A message from the Queen was also broadcast on BBC One at 9pm, which was the exact moment that her father, King George VI, gave a radio address 75 years ago. I really enjoyed listening 
listening to the Queen's address, Rose. She was nineteen years old on VE Day and enjoyed celebrating the end of the war in Europe with her sister. My favorite part of her speech was when she said, "Never give up, never despair." That was the message of VE Day. Now. On to some environmental news. We've spoken in earlier episodes of News Kids about deforestation in Brazil's Amazon rainforest. The Amazon rainforest is very important as it slows down the pace of global warming. Deforestation in the has really increased since President Bolsonaro took office last year. He has argued that more farming and mining in protected areas of the forest are the only way to bring an end to poverty. In the region earlier this week, Brazil's National Institute of Space Research said that the area of the rainforest destroyed in April was 64% bigger than in the same period last year. Between January and April, a total of 1,202 square kilometers was wiped out. Conservation groups have said. That since that coronavirus outbreak, fewer agents have been sent by the government to stop illegal deforestation activity. Brazil has been one of the worst affected countries in South America, with 141,000 cases of the coronavirus and nearly 10,000 deaths. But illegal loggers do not care about the virus in remote areas of the Amazon. President Bolsonaro has denied that his Policies encourage illegal activity, and earlier this week he sent the armed forces to the region. That's so sad to hear about the rainforest, Sarah. In a more positive story, I read an article this week about an artist called Rob Arnold who has been taking part in beach cleans in his local community. But instead of throwing the litter away again, he has been sifting through it, making some amazing works of art. BBC Newsround reported that he has been sifting through plastic from forty sacks of litter from his local beach. Two van loads were collected from Tugantel Beach in Cornwall. More before the lockdown came into effect, he has removed items including 50 million plastic beads, 200 car tire dust caps, and 300 Lego flippers. It's really nice to hear about people using their time to do positive things. When I'm in England, we always go to the local beach with litter pickers and a plastic bag and see what rubbish we can collect. We don't make it into art though. It would probably be better for the environment to turn it into something nice to look at, but at least it doesn't end up hurting wildlife on the beaches and in the sea. Maybe next time I will make a work of art that will sell for millions of pounds, like fancy. That would be so cool. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show, and thank you for listening.